House of Low is a sanctuary for finding connection to your truest essence. House of Low invites you to be the creator of your own life, embracing the unknown and accepting what the universe has in store for you. House of Low is a haven for abundance, beauty, connection, freedom, where your soul's yearning for more is met with the deep belief that there is enough on this earth for everyone to thrive. House of Low is a community that holds space for your next evolution. Even when your world is seemingly crumbling around you, you are unstoppable. House of Low guides you to your eternal spirit, allowing you to fully come home to yourself within yourself, holding all the new things that the universe will open up for you. House of Low is birthing a spiritual renaissance, setting the stage for your own personal rebirth through victory and wisdom. Enter into the House of Low and step into the flow of miracles, magic, and synchronicity. You're safe here. House of Low, a sanctuary for the soul. I'm Lo, your host, and it's an honor to share this space with you. Thank you for listening. Truly, it is time for us to activate heaven on earth. Welcome in. <laughs> I know this episode is going to give me life. I feel it now. And I'm so, so excited for it. Please, everyone, welcome a dear friend of mine and an incredible light worker on this planet, Carrie Ferber, who is an earth oracle and intuitive channel. She is doing such powerful, impactful work on this planet. And I've worked with Carrie. I know Carrie and I respect you and love you so deeply. So thank you for being here, love. Thank you for having me. I my heart is pitter-pattering already. I'm so <laughs> excited to get into this combo with you. So thank you for having me. And just for the record, we're both Sagittarius. So we got a lot of energy we're bringing today. Fire, fire. <laughs> yep. Well, today's tea is on grounding into earth. One of the most challenging things for those of us <laughs> that feel very spiritual and not of this world. And it's it's important for everyone to feel grounded here. And I really am excited to dive into this conversation around stability and grounding and really creating a deep sense of connection to the earth versus feeling disconnected. And I'm excited to also dive deeper into the connection between earth and the body, which I know you do a lot of work around. Um, but before we do that, my love, please give a little background on you. Yes. So my name is Carrie. I'm an earth oracle intuitive channel, bridging human hearts back to the heart of Gaia, the ultimate queen herself. And yeah, so I started off doing spiritual life coaching, energy healing, and I still do that work. I still have some clients in that realm and it's just naturally evolved into this kind of niching of sorts into yeah. this Gaia, Mother Nature exploration. And 
Um, that's kind of where I'm at currently and I'm riding that wave and it feels really, really aligned and, um, exciting. So that's kind of Mm. where I'm at. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love what you do. And I'm so excited for people to get to know you more through this conversation. When we talk about grounding, I will admit it's, it's one of the challenges for me in this life. And before I awakened spiritually, I realized that I wasn't even grounded then. I thought I was. I was more just in the hustle of everyday life and just doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing, but always feeling off here. And I think a lot of people feel off on earth because of this deep, deep disconnection um, on top of our culture. Our culture is just very intense around the world, but in America, it's it's really intense, you know, and we're also living through the most accelerated technology age in human history. And so there is a lot of merging of these worlds that is happening. And there's a lot of illusions and a lot of dark energy, and there's a lot of light energy pouring into the planet and the planet is ascending and rising in consciousness. So given all of that, one can see how we can be overwhelmed on earth and struggle to ground in here. So what's your perspective on grounding and how have you expanded into actually feeling grounded on this planet? I love this. And I love this. I love starting here because I think for me, it's been a process of coming back into the heart. It's actually more about heart mm-hmm. consciousness, heart coherence, than mm-hmm. it is about root chakra, stabilization, mm-hmm. feet on the ground. Like it can include that, absolutely. But when you start to really lean into the depth that is in the bridge chakra, the heart, that's where everything starts to click in. And that's where things start to feel lighter, not only in, in the physical body here, but, but the perceived density gently starts to dissipate. It really does. And so I think to me, grounding is more of, of a heart grounding, <laughs> of a heart remembrance, a heart deepening than we than our ego likes to believe. Yes. yes. And it's so much easier to play the earth is dense, suffering, victimization kind of angle of our ego when we're here in the human experience. And I really invite myself and my clients and, and even just this conversation. It's a reframe. Yeah. It's a reframe and it's an invitation to actually feel like we can experience magic, miracles, true abundance on this planet, beauty, I mean, pleasure, like all of the things we can experience here, just as we're used to experiencing on other planets, other galaxies, other lifetimes, parallel or not, this is where we also chose to be. And I think we, we, there's like this soul accountability that, that is rising up bubbling up onto the surface in the spiritual realm specifically for people to start realizing that, yes, like we have soul contracts with soul family, human, non-human, seen, unseen, but we have a soul contract with this planet. We have a soul contract with certain 
nodal points and ley lines and where we, you know, came into this life, where we were born, that's a contract, where yeah. we choose to live, that's a contract. When, when those things feel complete, that's when things shift and we start to move around. But overall, as in the totality of things, we have a soul contract with this planet. And the moment that we really see that for what it is, we can invite Mother Earth as a spirit guide on our team. Mm. And everything shifts. Yes, I feel, I felt that and I feel that. Damn, really kicking us off. <laughs> um, talk to people about heart, getting into the heart. I think it's easy to be in the heart when things are good. But when things are rough, we really are, we're fully in the mind. And the mind is what takes us out of being grounded on earth. The heart, I'm with you. It absolutely, you know, the phrase drop into your heart. It, it does ground. And I never thought of it that way. And I've never heard anyone talk about it that way. So talk to us about the work you've done on dropping into your heart and how you really connect that, ground that in for people. Like, how does that actually look in day-to-day -day life? Absolutely. I think it looks like a choice. I think it looks like the choice to not disassociate. When we disassociate, we drop into the ego, we drop into the mind, we drop into perceived safety, perceived known. This is about dropping into the mystery, the unknown. This is about dropping into the heart. And yeah. we don't know where we're going. No. We could go into grief. We could go into joy. We could go into bliss. We could go into fear. But we won't go anywhere. If yeah. we continue to disassociate and drop and I guess, elevate up into the mind. And so the invitation is really a daily practice of choosing to drop into the heart and lead, be heart led yeah. in our everyday existence. When we feel, when we feel in this human experience, the myriad of emotions that we get to feel and get to experience that is allowing the heart to open and allowing that onion. It, it, it really is kind of like this, this peeling back of getting to know your own heart, your own heart consciousness yeah. and, and what coherence looks like. And when I say heart coherence, it's just like, how do I relate? How do I invite in depth into the heart? And where do I disassociate? Is that with certain patterns, certain people, certain relationships? Yes. And just noticing it's like bearing, it's all about bearing witness to you, bearing witness to your triggers, bearing witness to where you want to lean back, where you want to stay small, where you want to hide and where you want to lean in, where you want to expand. And it's that expansiveness, that contraction, that is all just little indicators to us where we can lean in deeper into the heart. Mm. And that that is leaning into the body and when we lean when we come in and through the body in the heart we come in and through the body of this planet and we allow that inherent connection truly from our heart chakra to drop like a gentle elevator going down into the crystalline core of this planet 
that also has a heart consciousness. And then you can really start consciously working with your own heart and the heart of Gaia, the heart of this planet. Mm. Thank you. That was really moving and really sobering because I think this, the, the disassociation that we all do, myself included, is really a way for us to try to escape life on earth. And so many of us chose to come back here. We all choose, but a lot of us chose to come back here to actually like help the planet and contribute to earth and connect with earth. And a lot of us avoid it, including myself. Um, It feels too painful sometimes, like the density and the energy. But then we all know when we get deep into actual nature, you know, no buildings, no, I mean, the goal is to be able to feel this all the time, but let's just say we get in the desert, we get by the ocean, a quiet spot. We're in the forest. We're in the mountains. We all know that feeling of bliss and beauty that we, we start to tap into. And it almost from, in my experience, it surrounds me as almost a sphere of light. And I think what my disconnection is sometimes is almost thinking earth doesn't have light when earth has a lot of light, you know, and a lot of people think light is only coming from above, but it's coming from within the earth out. And it almost feels like the earth has been harboring a lot of light that's been stuck for a long time. And during this time, for whatever mysterious reason, the earth is now allowed to let its light out. And so one of the things I see visually when you're talking about this is connecting the light from above to the light through the ground. And once those connect, it really feels like the halfway point in between that merging is the heart, right? And to me, the heart is the connection between the soul and the human body. Our heart is the most important organ in this body. And without the heart, we would never feel anything. We would just be in logic all the time. Who the fuck wants that? So I think that part of what's hard for people to ground in is how deep we feel And the feelings we have cannot be understood. And there's longing and there's pain and there's fear and there's desire and there's excitement and creativity. And to be honest, I think one of the challenges for me is I don't know where to put all of this. So what would you say to that in terms of grounding everything we feel in and where to really, where can we put it? Because sometimes the conversation around like just being in flow, that's actually what takes me out of being grounded. Sometimes the flow is kind of not working these days. It's almost like it needs to be more like put somewhere consciously. And to your point, a lot of us unconsciously or consciously give our power away. So we stop channeling our energy into different places. That's how we disassociate. I think sometimes we're too in flow. So I would love to hear your response to all of that. It's just my experience, especially lately as the energy is like rising rapidly. 
there's so much I want to say on this. So keep me on topic, yes, please, Mo. <laughs> I think, well, first of all, I've felt the density a hundred percent. And it's been my own navigation of feeling into how to process, how to go through my own phases of all of this. I was an incredibly anxious and shy child. I used to pull up my eyelashes, had no idea why, was very confused, very disassociated, very nervous, very anxious, yeah, and had no clue why. I just knew I was different. That's a whole other conversation. But I will say, as a kid, I leaned into nature. I've always been a nature girl, truly. And um, that is where I've found this clicking of my own truth and my own ability to ground in my own way, even though then I wasn't associating it with grounding. It was peace. It was solitude. It was respite. Yes. It was not being in the mind and allowing my body to just be, not questioning why do I have these feelings and why... Why do I feel this way? And it it just nature like almost dissipates all of that and just invites us into the present. And you can't, if if you lean into the present, you're naturally going to lean into your heart. You're naturally going to lean into your body and you're naturally going to lean into your surroundings. And that kind of leads me to this next thread of just saying we can connect with Gaia, with Mother Earth, in many ways. It can look like our bare feet on the ground. It can look like a ladybug landing on your shoulder. It can look like you're in an airplane and you're connecting with the clouds and the air grid. Like, like it doesn't have to physically be my hand is on a tree and I'm having this like out-of-body, amazing experience. It can, it absolutely can. Yeah. But it's 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 the all. Like we even have boxed in how to ground. We boxed yes. in, oh, this it, I have to go outside and touch a tree or get my feet in the water or I have to take a bath. And yeah. and and there's of course like potency and and you know, feeling into what really lands for you. Absolutely. But, but like, we've got to get out of the boxes of how we relate to this planet. We've got to get shatter a lot of these boxes of this human experience because the boxes are the density, which is where I'm just going to say the matrix, the matrices of, of, you know, the power that attempts to reign on this planet, um, tries to grasp is allowing these boxes of like, okay, stay inside for a myriad of reasons, right? Air quality. I won't even go down the COVID route, but it's, it's, it's stay inside, stay inside of a literal box. But that's because there's, there's a deeper remembrance and a deeper power and potency when human beings connect with Gaia, connect with nature, because it connects them with the truth and the sovereignty within. That really is like untouchable. Untouchable. Damn. (laughs) Like I'm having a session with you and it feels great. It's interesting (sighs) because um, 
last night I had a dream of a tiger that was in like a house that I was in and I was able to lay down next to the tiger and it was laying with me. It was wild and it wasn't attacking me or hurting me. And I thought, because we know tigers, the spiritual symbolism is courage and they're often, you know, they are a symbol of power and courage for sure. And it's really like sovereignty to me is what I think of with tigers because they're often alone and they're independent. And I thought, wow, I mean, the, 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 like it was in my dream, but that to me felt more grounding than just like you said, feet on the ground, although that works too. And I think that it was, it was a message for me of the earth is always speaking to us and trying Mother Earth is trying to get us to feel fully at home here. And so where are we working against her or in resistance to her versus working with her, which is my new intention, because I really can't keep going any other way. So I feel that I've been pushed to really look at my connection to life here and get, you know, excited. So what's your perspective on practices or rituals that actually could make people both ground, but by being in their heart, like what's, what's some tangible things that you like to do to merge the heart, um, with also grounding on earth? Yes. And I just want to quickly touch on your tiger dream because you bring up a beautiful point of the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. Yeah. They are here for us. Mm-hmm. And that's a gift from this planet. Yes. And so that is how, in that dream, that is magic. That is actual, that is manifestation. Yeah. That is co creating, is to allow that dream, it like in, and then to receive that deeper message. It's just beautiful, though. It's beautiful. I I love that for you. And it just rounds out the richness of this experience if we are willing to see it as such. Nature speaks. Listen to it. Yeah. Listen to the nature within. Listen to the nature without. Even though there really is no nature without, it's just, it's all nature. It's all ever-changing. And it's all ever-present for us to experience. Yes. From our first breath to our last breath on this planet. Yes. So back to your question, (laughs) I would say it's really just, I I think it's coming back to keeping the, uh, our actual physical eyes open and the eyes of our heart open. It's, it's just having a deeper intention of feeling alive, wanting, desiring to feel the vibrancy. Yes. Of every moment. And I think when you, when you just set that intention, the whole day can ripple out from that. And, and for me, it starts with a morning walk. It starts with tea outside. It starts with getting my lungs out into the natural air, breathing it in, setting my intentions for the day with with Gaia, with nature. Yes. 
asking for signs, asking for support, literally talking to her like she is a divine guide because she is. Yes. And and all of the things that drop in, the feathers, the coins, the messages, the signs from our loved ones on the other side, from our guides, from our galactic families, they co-create with Gaia to, to plot those in. Like, don't think for a second that we can just give the full credit to, you know, our grandma Pleiadian over yonder. Like, like yeah. she, she co-created with, with this planet to, to drop in that feather, to drop in those 10 dragonflies that surrounded you and had this huge awakening moment. Yeah. And, and so it's just, I think it really just is simple yeah. with getting in touch with something outside that allows you to get in touch with your heart. And when you do have those moments, those emotions, those heavier feelings, this kind of goes to a question you said earlier. It's like, you know, some people say like, you know, give it up to God. It's like, give it up to Gaia, like give it up to mother earth. She wants to like, it's like, she's the ultimate purifier of energy yes she is the ultimate like she's the ultimate alchemist oh absolutely absolutely but she she can hold everything so when we release to the earth we don't have to hold it anymore and i think in that space that's when our relationship with the earth starts to strengthen because we realize that the earth is holding us Yes. I did a meditation the other day with her and I was like going down to the crystalline core of Gaia and she like took out this hammock web of like her crystalline net. And I like to just kind of like swing in the breeze and her crystalline net. I take yeah. a little coconut. I'm like, you know, sipping coconut juice, just chilling, <laughs> having yeah. this like moment with Gaia, yeah. being totally held by her. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, and it's kitschy and it's fun. And it's like, is this real? And then you're like, yeah, it is. And like, I'm yeah. totally just like in this trust ball yes. with this divine being mm-hmm. that I said yes to. And she said yes to me. That's right. So beautiful. We need each other. And, and another thing that you said earlier is spot on in the sense of like, just as us as light beings with powerful multifaceted missions are coming onto this planet and weaving our mission and weaving our light and weaving this this light we are also extracting up and out these dormant codes literally yeah. from within her yeah of divine codes that have been waiting in precise timing with precise souls who do have that pure heart coherence that actually are in touch with their truth within their heart space. Those are the souls that are bringing up these immense divine, unconditional love codes for this time, for new earth and beyond. Yes. And that's when everything truly to me grounds in and expands to a level into a vibration and energy we never thought was possible here. So you're right. It's that co-creation because she can offer the codes, but if we don't do anything with them, then they just lie there flat. 
That's why I think we're all being asked to ground into earth by taking more aligned action centered in the heart, which is very challenging to do because most of it requires faith and surrender. And I would love to ask you this question because I think that there's times when we feel really connected here because things are good. And then when the challenges of the human experience come to the forefront, you know, a lot of what I think grounding is, is being accountable to our actions and what created the reality we're now living in. Like our past actions played a role in contributing to the current reality we're in. And there's like a grieving process and a pain to that when we know and it finally hits us that some of our aligned actions in the past did not actually hurt us now. And I think that's when the temptation to like disconnect and want to just not be here, want to not be fully in the experience and kind of float above it, if you will, is strong. What would you say in terms of how how can some of these practices, or if there are, is a practice that can almost like for someone that's struggling with that, and I know I myself have a little bit of that going on, you know, what, how do you get back? How do we come back to the heart? How do we choose to just, because sometimes I think when we feel like we have to make a lot of change, I've gone through a lot of change recently, and I can see that I have to make a lot more changes and step into a whole different version of me. And it's overwhelming me, to be honest. And those old pieces of me are just easier to be, but they're so bad for me, so bad. And I'm finally like, damn, this is not good. So it feels too overwhelming for me to make all these changes, but they need to happen now. Like, I know there's one thought school of thought where it's like, start small. I'm at a point where I think a lot of people are at a point where it's like, we can't start small. Like it, there needs to be an allowance for overnight shifts and almost like a deeper trust that earth can hold us, that my heart can handle it. So I would just love to hear what you think of that and how to get, how to like bring us back to when we need to make those big changes to the earth, because the change part is the part that I think can take us deeper, farther away from the earth. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think for me, it's coming back to the breath and it's incredibly simple. Yeah. When we breathe life force into our chest, you know, traditional Chinese medicine says that the lungs hold our grief. Yeah. And the lungs hold the heart. And so I personally have experienced some pretty immense grief in my 32 years of life. And that's been kind of my density, if you will, of this human experience that's been the most prominent. And I know that there are periods within those grieving phases and those waves where I need to disassociate, quote unquote. And I also know that the only way is actually through, the only way to come back into this earth experience, my body, my mission, my heart is to go into the thick of it. And it's a choice when we have aligned support around us that's integral 
very, very important. But the, the solo work is the breath. I resisted breathing, actually breathing for a very long time. I just recently learned how to effectively breathe. And when we breathe, it, it expands, it allows, and it's like, it's like filling the lungs with life and with this like golden light energy yeah that that allows the the stuck emotions to just gently like break open because they've been stuffed 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 yes and it's just felt so heavy because it compounds the more that we disassociate and the more that we lean away versus leaning in and so i really think so it's just the breath the breath is incredible, but it takes that courage. It takes that bravery. And for me, I was like, if I go into my grief, I'm going to be down for the count for like three months. Like, yeah. and that was my mind. That was my ego thinking that it was keeping me safe. So I just wouldn't go, go into it. Yeah. But it started with a five minute timer. It started with a two minute timer morning and night of just, okay, for two minutes, I'm going to go into the shit yep that's here yep and i'm going to sit with it i'm going to ball my eyes out i'm going to cry i'm just going to wail i'm going to curl up in a ball and then as soon as that 2 minutes is up i'm going to breathe i'm going to ask how those emotions want to move maybe they want to move up and out like steam of a tea kettle coming out of my crown chakra maybe they want to move out of my solar plexus maybe they want to move out of my feet maybe want they want to move out of the base of my spine Wherever they're moving out, I'm literally envisioning that I'm giving it back to the earth. If it's dissipating out of my crown, it's dissipating into unconditional love in the air. It's dissipating into the land to be regenerated, rejuvenated. And when when we let go after we feel, I promise you, if it's two minutes, five minutes, or an hour, or if it is three months where you're, where you're in it, like getting into the actual presence of sitting with these feelings is crucial to allowing the lightness to take hold and allowing some of that stuff that feels like it's been sludge to gently break up, break away with the breath, with this life force. The most beautiful place to end. Thank you for that. I had, I don't get chills all the time. It's very specific. My body, (laughs) I my guides were like, you listening? (laughs) I, um, I'm always so moved by you care. You are so deeply connected and so deeply grounded but yet so alive and so vibrant and so full of true love and, and joy. And it, you spread that everywhere you go and you have helped me so much and you have been such an incredible friend and I just love you. So thank you. I love you so much, Lo. Thank you for everything. Thank you for all that you are. Thank you, babe. Please let everyone know what your offerings are, how they can work with you, where they can follow you, anything you have going on. This will come out next week. So anything timely as well. 
perfect. Yeah. So you can always check me out, carryferber.com. I have one-on-one sessions, Divine Gaia Codes, Insight from Gaia readings, yep. and I just launched my YouTube channel. So that's been a whole rigmarole, but yep. that's that's another way you can connect with me. I'm also on IG, Carrie.Ferber. And I guess the only other thing that's exciting that's coming up that I would love to share is that I'm going to be holding a mastermind container starting the fall equinox for three months, going from fall equinox to winter solstice. So Mm. um, if that feels like a soul ping to you, definitely reach out. Oh, that's so exciting. Thank you, my love, for being here and for this magical episode. I love you. Thank you, Lo. Love you. With my deepest gratitude, thank you for listening today. Thank you for being here with me and the incredible souls that I'm honored to have these expansive conversations with. I pray you remember your divinity. I pray you know that you're here for a big mission. I pray you realize your gifts are a gift to this world and that you just being you is enough. I pray you know you are worthy of everything you deeply desire and that the higher realms and the magical, mystical forces all around you are guiding you. Allow them to. Trust yourself. You have a spark of the divine in you. Act accordingly.